this evening, because we like to finish off our service with tea and cake, I thought I would do some baking. Is that okay? Great. I'm glad you like cake. Um, so I've got uh, something here. I did a little bit of um, baking in, in this box. Um, we have a Victoria sponge. Um, yeah, okay, some people like that. But then, um, then I got a little bit carried away, and uh, I... Oh, let's see if we can... It's a little bit more delicate. Um, great. Then I, I thought I would give a go making a triple-layered, um, triple chocolate cake with uh, a chocolate ganache um, icing and some fresh raspberries on top. Okay, um, so the thing is, I'm only going to give one of these away to you guys tonight, because um, the other one's going to be for mine and John's lunch throughout this week, so um, I'd appreciate it if you, know, you saved one of, one of them for us. Um, but I'll, I'll let you choose which one you want um, for tonight. Um, it might be a difficult decision, so have a think about it, take good care over it, and um, I will um, offer out your decisions later. Um, but have a think about it because, you know, it might, might be a difficult decision to make. Okay. Every day we are faced with information and decisions we have to make. Some of them are true. Some of them may not be true. I'm just finding this uh, thing is very distracting. It's <laughs> looking at myself. How fun. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. We have to discern what is true, what is reliable, what information are we taking on. Some facts and bits of information you might have heard recently. Brexit on the 31st of October. Hmm. Or maybe you're waiting for a bus outside and it says the next bus will be arriving in one minute. Great. Or maybe you have seen in the news, it says plastic outnumbers fish seven to one. Believe it or not. Sadly, I think that one is actually true. But do you believe everything you hear? How do you know that it's reliable and true and good? Or is it just fake news? When you're scrolling through your Instagram account or Twitter or whatever it is that you much cooler people go through, um, <laughs> what, what are you taking on board? What is coming out at you? What is speaking to you? Is it good? Is it reliable? Is it true? Are you influenced by it? Do you change the way you live because of maybe what some other picture is saying, this is how you should live? It can be really hard to discern what is the truth and what is just fake news. Sometimes it, it sounds quite convincing. Sometimes you have to really dig deep to actually find whether something's true or not. Can you believe everything you hear? Well, of course not, right? 
I'm sure you're wise enough to know, we don't need to look very far back in the media or in the news to see promises that have not been fulfilled, or even to see how social media can be so damaging to lives. Sometimes we'd rather believe in fake news because actually it sounds like the easier option or it sounds like a, a better option or maybe more attractive. But this um, whole chapter this evening is essentially saying you can go one of two ways and I'm abbreviating it into the way of the attractive news, the, the attractive kind of tempting message or the, the way of the true news, the true message. Now, um, before we get into the rabbit hole, don't, oh, we're there, still there. Don't forget about the um, cakes. The decision is still there. Obviously, you'd be really silly to not choose a certain option, but um, there we go. In the passage, Red Peter is warning us about this fake news, this message not only given in places that we might find them on our phones or other places, but actually Peter is warning us about messages in the church. Have you ever considered that actually you still need to be on guard and paying attention in church? Unfortunately, worldwide, the church has not always got it right. The message has not always been preached in truth, but rather the attractive way. And in some ways you can see how this might be the case when it's uh, success in the world is, is marked on your attendance levels or maybe how much money you give to something, how much time you spend in something. So you can kind of see where maybe that worldly perspective has come into the church. So maybe uh, preachers can be tempted to want to keep people's attention by sharing the good news of God, maybe with missing out some of the tricky passages, particularly like we have today. Maybe by just sharing, you know, part of it, just the happy bits, and missing out the main point. Or even still, sometimes there can be a temptation to take scripture and twist it to actually say what they want to say. Maybe you've heard of some attractive messages about when you become a Christian, all your troubles will be wiped away. Everything will be good again. So come and join us. Or maybe you've heard the more good you do, the more good things are going to happen to you. So keep doing good. Or even, God loves you, so you don't have to change. It's all right. This is not what the scripture teaches us. It's fuller, it's richer, it's much deeper than that. And today it's about saying, watch out. Watch out, be on guard. Peter is saying, those that bring fake news about scripture are arrogant, they're puffed up, they're seeking after their own gain. 
Okay, should we have a sneaky peek? Um, Jean-Luc, do you want to give me a hand? Um, do you want to maybe see what's in this very exciting, impressive-looking box? Be, be very careful. Yeah, very careful. So does it just open? Oh. <gasps> oh, there's nothing in it. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, so disappointing. I'm so sorry. Well, no triple layer for you. <laughs> um, you see, thank you, Jean-Luc, you can sit down now. <laughs> That's great. You see, it's so easy to, to puff ourselves up, to make it sound attractive, to make it sound good, but ultimately there, there's no end, there's no means to it. It's pointless, it's useless, it's empty, it's not fruitful. This is what um, fake news can be if, if we go down that rabbit warren, if we go down there. It's, it's not going to bring fruit. Peter describes it as like streams without water. You're, you're thirsting, you're quenching, but there's no water there. It doesn't feed the soul. What about this one then? Do you really believe it is what I say it is? <laughs> you see, the true message, the true message of Jesus didn't come through pretty arrogant, puffed up disciples. They didn't bring the message with, with their big fancy titles. No, it was ordinary people. Men and women, tax collectors, fishermen, doctors, eyewitnesses. People with ordinary jobs who walked alongside Jesus, they brought the message. And then what about even Jesus himself? He came through humble beginnings. He came as a little baby in a stinky cattle trough. Not very impressive. Not what you would expect a king to come in. No palace. No big parade. And then what about Jesus' great salvation and victory story for the whole world? It wasn't some great battle triumph that we saw no it was the way of sacrifice on the cross humility ultimate humble action god doesn't need to puff himself up god is god he says i am who i am and wow that's enough But the amazing thing is he simply invites us in, invites us to come and taste and see for himself. See his goodness, see his truth. Simon, do you want to uh, see if it's really true, if it really is what it says it is? <laughs> With pleasure. Great. Well, you don't know. Uh, go on, open that lid and have a little look. Oh, a little bit heavy. Oh, oh, not much of a reaction there, was it? <laughs> Is it? <laughs> it's it's not coffee cake. No. Oh, maybe have a little show show those on the back row, see so they can see for themselves. Is it really what I said it was? Is it really the Victoria sponge? <laughs> it's not plastic. It's the real deal. <laughs> Do 
Taste and see. Come and see for yourselves. That's what God invites us into. God calls us to follow the way of Jesus. Not the way of the proud, not the way of the puffed up. He calls us to follow the way of Jesus in his humility, in his truth. We can have that later. That'd be great. And it's not just humility. Actually, sometimes he calls us to follow the way of sacrifice, to to bring a harder message than the kind of frilly happy one. I've got a story of um, a girl who is helping in a night shelter um, for the homeless, and she was um, she was giving out the dinner. That was her job. So she was there, kind of putting the the food on the plates. And as she was doing it, the queue was going. She noticed a, a a guy who was coming with his his plate. She put the food on, and as he went to um, his table, he was really struggling to hold his food. His hands were shaking a bit, and she saw this and noticed it and thought, "Oh, I'll just go and give him." give him a hand, and um, walked over. And as she did so, he spilled the food everywhere. It went all over the floor, all over the table, all over her clothes. She was covered in it. And everyone else in the group just stopped and stared. (gasps) That's a mess. But she just got up, cleaned up the mess from the floor, and the table, went and got him some more food, sat down with him, and helped him eat his food for that night. And some of the other people working there were like, what are you doing? He's just drenched you in food. Surely go and sort yourself out first. Surely, like, why would you help him? And her response was, I'm just doing what Jesus would do. I'm going into the mess to help, to restore, to make right. That's what Jesus does. He humbles himself enough to come into that messy place. The true message is the one that speaks into our mess. A true message feeds us with goodness and calls us into the way of righteousness, into the way of a a right, true path. Which can actually, at times, be really hard. When, When Jesus calls us, he comes into the mess, and he calls us out to follow him. That means sometimes we need to turn from our selfish, kind of own ambition ways, turn to follow Jesus, the way of humility, the way of truth. And he he does this with us. He goes with us as we follow the right path. And just to say, that cake that I made out there, yes, it's a victorious sponge, but an analogy breaks down at times, doesn't it? It, It's pretty much just sugar and butter. But... if, if it was a true representation of the true message of Jesus, it wouldn't just be sugar and butter and some flour that, if you're gluten intolerant, it's not great. Um, it would be full of rich nourishment, stuff that lasts, stuff that is so good, stuff that you know is going to keep you going and is never going to run out. 
That's God's message. That's scripture. That's what it does to us. It feeds the soul. We're not exempt from temptations or hard times or misunderstandings. We're not exempt from them when we choose God. We need to use our our heads and our hearts and we need to follow God in the true way to understand what the truth is. To discern, to not just take on what I say for for, um, granted, just because I'm up here speaking doesn't mean it's necessarily true. We need to get into the word ourselves and discern That um, parable at the end about um, a dog returning to its vomit, pretty, pretty unusual, pretty stark and weird, which um, strangely enough is, I've experienced is very true. <laughs> I was trying to um, befriend John's dog as we were just first year of marriage, a couple of months in, taking him for a walk and, um, you know, we were, we were getting pals. He was doing what I asked him to do. That was, that was all good. Until... He just walks along, and this is not quite the same analogy, but he eats another dog's poo. And I was thinking, well, you've just gone down in my estimations. (laughs) It's going to take a long time for you to go back up again. But (laughs) the analogy being, there's something weird about animals that they kind of have this urge to do those things that are just really gross, and you have no idea why they do them, some sort of animal instinct but it's something about returning to this thing that is not great it's not good for you it kind of perpetuates like oh grossness but they're attracted to it for some reason and the reason why they put it in here is because it's saying let's not go back to our old ways of just taking on you know the quick and easy win the the thing that I don't know is is probably not great for us to be receiving but you know it's it sounds nice it sounds comfy let's get some real nourishment let's have stuff that lasts let's have scripture that is actually feeding the soul in a good way so as I come to close I just want to encourage you guys um when you listen to the word when you're when you're discerning what God is is saying to you Hold fast. Some two great things. Is the message coming to you in humility? Because that's how Jesus brings it. Is the message coming to you in line with Scripture, with what the overall Bible story is, is telling us? And if you're not sure what that is, go and search it out. Read, look at the, the Bible Project, or there's some awesome books that kind of take us through the, the Bible and its understanding Get deep into it. Try and understand it. Ask questions. This is how we'll begin to be able to discern, to draw close to God, to really feed our souls on the good stuff. The stuff that can be hard at times, but the stuff that helps us last a long way along our journey. Let me pray. God, we're sorry when we've got it wrong from time to time. 
when we've gone after the, the quick and easy message. And Lord, will you come now and fill each one of us with a desire to seek your truth, with a desire to discern what is right and good. God, help us not to puff ourselves up, but to lay our lives down for your good gospel. Amen.